Hello there, and welcome to the latest episode of the Sith Takers Snapshots podcast. I'm your host for today, Rich Polly, and joining me is uh, back from the dark world of no X-Wing, Mr. Darren Granger. Hello there. How are you getting on, mate? You all right? I am very well, thank you. How are you? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. You know, I've not had the coronavirus yet, so um, that counts as a win, I think, as far as I can go. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. It's all good. Um, so uh, we're going to um, probably have a bit of a shorter episode today. We do have a, a few bits and bobs to talk about. There's a little bit of uh, of news has come out uh, recently, so um, we'll touch an article that was done uh, today at time of recording, which is FFG have formally announced that all 2020 organized play is cancelled for all of their organized play streams. And that obviously includes X-Wing. So no system opens, no Euros, no Continentals, no Nationals, no store championships, no regionals and no Worlds. So um, congratulations to Mr. Ollie Pocknell for retaining his title as world yeah. champion. It's, uh, it's another year that year. America don't win it. Yeah, another year for no American world champion, so it sucks to be them. Yeah. I mean, uh, I am shocked and surprised at the announcement that came out today. I thought we were all going to descend on Minnesota in two months' time, but wow, they, they, they pulled that one out of the blue. Yeah, I mean, in fairness to FFG, they're not always the most organized people in the world. So actually telling the community the obvious thing rather than... Because, you know, some players will not be thinking with their brains, they'll be thinking with their hearts and they'll be going, oh, I might get to go to Minnesota. I might still do Worlds. They might still have it on with social distancing measures and masks and hand sanitizer everywhere. It might be on. And that's, this just puts a nail in the coffin of it. And, and To be fair, you know, let's be honest, most of the people in America don't think with their heads. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I've missed you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, let's be rude. <laughs> so, um, so we've got nobody on to uh, to keep us um, on track. So this could um, actually end up being really long and rambling, but we're going to try and not let that happen. Uh, uh, ironically, <laughs> there's no Bob on here, and it's still yeah. long and rambling. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Uh, so, meanwhile, 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 we are still gaming. Obviously, there's um, the, the the two online uh, services, Vassal and TTS, are still uh, seeing quite a lot of things. Um, and recently, um, we've had the points change, and we had a big event last weekend, uh, just gone. It was the Fly Better slash Gold Squadron podcast Galaxies event, and it was the first of the, I, I'm going to say heats, I'm not sure if that's the right word. Um, so if you make cut in one of the playing events, you get into, I think it's called Coruscant, which is the final one, um, which is the, the big kind of um, like na- uh, global event. So they're, they're all happening in different time zones, all these playing events and everything like that. So um, they had Corellia, which was one of the American time zone events uh, this week. I think weekend. it was LA, so right. West Coast. Okay, so G, uh, GMT minus seven or something yeah. like that. It's minus worst eight. Worst, worst coast, yeah. Um, so they had 218 players. So, you know, nearly as big as an Element game Store Championship, um, which is nice. Uh, not quite. <laughs> um, did, did you watch any of the games at all um, over the weekend, Darren? I caught a few of them. Um, it, it caught me out by surprise, to be honest, that it was coming up. I, I've relatively been out of the x-wing scene a little bit since uh lockdown i played a few uh games on tts 
um but i i realized kind of scheduling uh, and being involved in leagues and tournaments weren't really for me um but then with the points change the other day um i did uh actually play some in-person uh x-wing with the lovely little italian uh now on the uh the great team that is the sith takers uh alessandro uh we uh, we may have headhunted him a little bit he's, he's reasonably good at x-wing uh he's yeah, done all played... right a few times yeah Played some uh, actual in-person, on-table X-wing at the new Sanctuary uh, venue that's just nice. opened, uh, just down the road from where I live. Um, great venue. Um, I keep popping in there far too often for for donuts more than anything, to be honest, because <laughs> um, they do some incredible vegan donuts. Um, but yes, yeah, so I've played a little bit, so it's kind of rekindled a little my love for X-wing, as I say, sitting here currently painting some B1 battle droids for Legion. Um, but yeah, so I did catch a few of the games, uh, mainly just to troll people in chat and just see what, what was out there. Um, it was good because, as often happens straight after a points change, it's the Wild West out there. Like, so much what you would think is just janky or, I don't know, a little bit kind of non-standard. I know our team the- chat was going a little bit crazy over the weekend about what the actual hell is this. Like, yeah. it's like a, a Friday night fly what you want list. Yeah. Um, yeah, and... there was like a guy made cut with two IGs, um, 100 points each, completely hey, loaded to the gills. And don't it's like IGs. I mean, I've been running two IGs with uh, Nom Lum. But... Yeah. A couple of them made cut. Yeah, exactly. no, yeah, yeah. Um, I saw. That's well. um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it, it was kind of weird. I mean, the, there was a guy, um, Trev Betts, who I know um, from chatting online um, on Slack, is um, oh, was flying. Online friends. Online friends. I don't have Good any real friend. ones. Um, but he was flying three K-Wings, uh, Miranda Doney and two Warden Squadron pilots. Uh, so, you know, three K-Wings. There was another guy flying three E-Wings with Arvel. Um, those were ones that kind of jumped out to me, but there was uh, an assortment of um, a variety um, of lists. Um, I'm just going to quickly, um, we'll, we'll talk about the two winners. Um, and then we've got some, uh, a couple of people have written some really good uh, blogs and other in- interesting information about like kind of the um, how the meta kind of shook down. Um, so um, congratulations to Bohan Lee. Um, he's from Canada and he won. Uh, the the whole thing with an Antex swarm, um, so three Petronaki aces with Crackshot and Predator, and three with just Crackshot uh, comes in at 198 points. Uh, what do you think of that list, Aaron? Like I, I love the Nantex. Um, anyway, when it came out, uh, I've not actually flown it since Worlds last year, but that was all built around Ensnare, and that's what the big bad guy was, and that's what people were worried about, and then people went into kind of bidding wars where they would drop a certain number of uh, drones and things like that just to get the, the initiative bid and, and actually guess what it, it didn't come out to be the big bad that people were making it out to be but um, Crackshot on Predators are a great skill choice on it because they, they they work around the bullseye and guess what you want to be lining up that bullseye shot yeah. um, I didn't see the game because it was kind of what two o'clock in the morning for us or whatever. Yeah, um, by the time the final went on, yeah, it was like uh, so. I didn't see it. I've not actually watched it yet, but I intend to watch it at some point. But I can't help but feel that these would be. I don't know. Obviously, Bohan's a very, very good player. He, he always has been. Um, but uh, yeah, I can't help but feel that 
you just you don't want to joust it. Let's be honest. I mean, it's got yeah. a good uh, final salvo um, built into it. It's yeah, it's... yeah. I mean, if you so like, I think the advantage of the list is is twofold. First of all, it's quite flexible. Um, there's room in the points to stick another predator on and have four of them. He's he's dropped one off to give himself a two point bid. Um, you could drop all three predators and give yourself an eight point bid, and you'd be bidding under pretty much everything apart from Boba Fenn, because um, most people won't go down as low as one nine two. So that that'll be an interesting thought process. Um, the other thing is that the Nantex has got that um, can bump and then tractor off. Um, so if it's moving second, so it's an I four, so it could be against swarms. Um, even if you're bumping it, it's still um, able to tractor off, tractor itself off uh, somewhere. Do a bit of arc dodging, maybe line up a bullseye, um, and then it's got predator, it's got crack shot um, to kind of light up those ships that are sitting in front of it and you know four dice with a predator it's not great you know it's going to get you what three hits um most of the time but is you know good enough um and then you're able to crack shot those through as well so um i've played against a number of variations on the nantex list so i played against um Steve white one of our locals um he was flying four of these with marksmanship and gravitic deflectors with grievous which is one yeah. of the other um archetypes that we've seen and i was flying a, a low initiative resistance swarm and i could do nothing <laughs> basically um it took about five turns of engagement for my ships to start falling and once they started falling and i lost arc so i was just doing nothing uh it was uh it was sickening i got thinking about half and one nantex and all but one hull off grievous which is you know what happens with grievous once he starts running away he's unkillable um so i mean yeah it's, it was interesting um and i think we can probably talk a bit about the nantex uh in a and, well, I mean, we might as well continue talking about it now. Um, I will just quickly say that second place was a guy called Steve Cotillo, uh, who was flying the other um, Meta Hotness, which is the Sloan Swarm. Um, I say Meta Hotness, only five people out of 200 and however many it was, 218, took Sloan. Uh, and three of them took the version that Vuter Uahand has made famous uh, with Vader and a triple zero and all four academies. Uh, but um, Steve's was uh, an interesting one, which was. Um, Again, rack with Sloan, but with Swarm Tactics, Death Troopers, Agile Gunner, Shield Upgrade, Dauntless, and three TIE Interceptors. So that's a bit filthy. What do you think? Yeah, again, um, it's it's a slight variation on some of the things that we're kind of seeing bubble towards the top. Um, so soon after a, um, a points change, um, as I said previously, there isn't a set meta that's out at the moment. Now, certain things, because some of the larger events that we've seen online and things like that, because there is so much of a, a presence for online X-Wing at the moment, because that's basically what most people can do. Um, the the rack with Sloan is there. It's then just a question of what do you put with it? This guy's gone with um, some interceptors. Again, great choice because of their um, ability to reposition um, and uh, great dial. And they've also, it's a three attack die gun. And Death Troopers is an interesting choice um, versus putting kind of Vader and Triple Zero on there. Um, Death Troopers is just once I get you in my range one bubble, you ain't losing your stress, um, which means that all my rerolls are still happening. 
Um, yeah, absolutely. And and I think one of the good things with that is because um, you've got the Dauntless title, you can actually block up a, a big chunk of space with that Decimator. Um, yeah. Because most blue maneuvers are kind of short, one bank, one forward, two forwards kind of uh, thing. And if you put yourself in the right place with it, they're not shedding that, that stress anyway. Yeah. I think the um, only thing that can get rid of it is the only thing that can get rid of it is an A wing, because it can five straight over the top and that takes you out of range one. Uh, possibly, it, it's ridiculous. Like the bubble on that, if if you're bumped into the front of it, is yeah. is huge. It takes takes you two turns to clear away from it, basically one to kind of get out of the bump and then another one to get away with your with your biggest blue move. Yeah, or um, something like a, um, a uh, the B wing that can spend it uh, yeah. ten num or whichever one is yeah just some way to get rid of it yeah. in a different way it's just yeah. actually would you be able to spend it uh i don't know um i i don't know uh spend is different to shed i think i don't know the rules yeah it would involve um, me having to read death trooper card and 10 num or whichever one it is i mean we could but it's not what we're going to talk about tonight well so. we'll leave that to fly better they uh, put much more <laughs> put much more groundwork into this kind of that's stuff. like 20 minutes content on a three-hour podcast that's you know yeah, um <laughs> they've got to pad it out somehow <laughs> so um all right so um back to the, the nantex briefly one of the things that we didn't talk about was the fact they came down in the points by eight the Petronaki ace came down by eight the i3 um came down by five um it was offset by an increase to ensnare, um, but uh, all in all, all of the um, all of the Nantexes named pilots and generics all came down by, you know, kind of three, five, or eight points, and it was a, a big old set of drops. Um, so, I, I think they're too cheap now. I think you can get too much, um, and you don't have to choose. Like in this list, he's gone with predators and crack shots, but you could easily get rid of all those predators and put six marksman ships and six crack shots on that list. You don't have to choose. There's no hard decision in list building. It's basically just sprinkle a bit on there. They've got two talent slots. Just do whatever you want, man. It's fine. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's that's part of the, uh, the, the appeal there is that you can uh, be very kind of cookie cutter with it so that you can load them all out the same if you want to. Crack shot's great because it just cancels damage. Uh, and I think if you actually run the numbers on it, um, someone once talked me through that actually crack shot's better than Predator. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, yeah. So something like marksmanship in there is great if we do see the rise of things like um, rack, then yeah, you want to be stacking these crits on them because yeah. crack shot doesn't really help you much there, but the uh, the marksmanship does. Yeah. And, and let's not forget, they've still got that, that uh, two die pea shooter out the side. Yeah, which is a turret, which is, you know, yeah. it's still going to do damage. And if you're bumping into stuff and then tractoring off and rotating your arcs or you're pointing at them, it might be an unmodified attack, but it's a three dice unmodified attack. And if you're throwing six unmodified three dice attacks, that's still damage. You know, that's still damage going in because, you know, weight of dice has a, um, has, has a, a way of mitigating variance all of its own, doesn't it? Um, so, yeah. Anyway, cool. Um, so one of the things that I did want to just mention quickly was that post um, the uh, the main event itself um, finishing the, the kind of day one um, 
a guy who is called Green Dragoon Online um, has gone and written a blog where he's looked through um, kind of number of squadrons per faction um, and cut rates and what percentage of the field they were versus what percentage of the cut they were and all sorts of interesting little bits of analysis. Um, his blog is at xwinganalytica.net. Um, you can find him normally in, in anywhere where people are talking about X-Wing. Um, and he does have some fairly solid opinions, but also um, some fairly solid analysis. Um, so one of the interesting things was that um, separatists made up something like 7% of the field in terms of lists taken, but they made up 33% of the cut. So there's a, a stat for you. If you want to have a good chance of making cuts, um, bring separatists. Because um, who knew droid swarms are still really good? I think everybody. Fair. Yeah, not, not going to get any dissent on that one. Um, but yeah, that's uh, it's worth having a quick look at that. It's got some really interesting analysis of uh, of how the meta shook down. So I just felt like I would call it out. Um, I think we've kind of talked through what we wanted to talk through. Um, have you got anything else you wanted to, to have a quick chat about? Um, not overly. I mean, just looking at the, the Nantex again, is that the most attack die that you can get in a list at the minute? Uh, if you count the bullseyes, was it 18? Well, it's 18. Uh, I'm going to say yes, because it's there's no way to get eight three-die ships. The only way to get eight, seven or eight ships is to go... Yeah, you can't get a, you can't get a, uh, a seventh three-die ship in there, can yeah, you? So you can do it with six interceptors. Six interceptors fits. Yeah. Um, but doesn't have all of the, the nonsense or any talents or anything like that well, it's got slightly different um, nonsense it's got um yeah. uh, ability to focus and barrel roll or boost but if you block them they don't get any tokens and then they die rather than track arc dodging you anyway and shoot yeah. you get range one um you can see where my opinion is on the nantexes having been thoroughly handed my arse by them um in in one game i know but it felt hopeless you know yeah, when a game everyone, just feels like you can't about do it like yeah. just like you can't judge it on one 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 game like you just can't like absolutely yeah. i reckon that there was a number of people that were caught out by that list because x-wing just isn't happening on a large scale i would definitely say that if you are playing in dathomir which is the uk time zone one um which is in a couple of weeks time you should absolutely go and practice against six nantex as well as some of the other stuff out there, like uh, the the Rack plus Sloan Mini Swarm, um, and like some of the other interesting lists that popped out, like, like Four Wookies, Four Wookies and, and Sabine. Again, go go check that out because chances are people will latch on to uh, what was good in Corellia and, and play it because why wouldn't they? It always happens. Uh, you see some good lists, and, and the beauty with TTS is you have to go and buy six Nantex. You just fly it. Exactly. Yeah, uh, exactly. So, interestingly, only three people brought that quad Aussie took list. Uh, Actor Khan, who is a very good player, uh, Josh Dunn, and Michael Grebe. Uh, so three people who um, who took that uh, that exact list. Sabine with Intimidation and, and four Kashyyyk Defenders. Um, and I don't think any of them made cut. Okay. Um, I don't think so. I could be wrong, um, but I don't believe that they did. So, um, all right, cool. Um, so I, I just wanted to um, kind of wrap up on a note about 
um, t tabletop to. Um, so it's being hammered at the minute. The um, it's taking like 15, 20 minutes to load pages, and I'm I'm completely not moaning about the service because it's free um, and it's brilliant. Um, but uh, the developer whose name I haven't been able to find uh, in the last half hour while I've been looking for it um, builds two hugely useful community resources. Um, so he builds um, Tabletop TO, which everybody's using at the moment, but he also builds a stream overlay that pretty much everybody uses. Um, I think the only major stream that doesn't use it is First Earth. Um, he's developed he's his, own. his own thing. Um, but I think pretty much everybody else uses the the free one that the the same developer uh, for Tabletop TO has done. Um, so um, I know um, we've talked on previous podcasts. Um, if you've you know money tied at the moment because of coronavirus and you know all sorts of other things, but if you can afford to spare a few quid to throw it towards um, Tabletop TO, um, then it, it might be able to afford to put it on some slightly better infrastructure, which would mean that. Um, people would be able to continue using it. Um, yeah. Put it, put to... it this way: if you're planning on going to Worlds or any other X-wing event this year, and you haven't, and but normally you'd buy your buddy a beer or a coffee or whatever, just get that three, four dollars, three, four pounds, whatever it is, and just send it their way. Yeah. Just or my way. Like either is fine. <laughs> like you can send me beer if you want. This is why we don't have a Patreon, Darren, because you would abuse it, and we're not allowed one. Yeah, <laughs> so, um, yeah, if you just go to tabletop.to and scroll to the bottom, um, there's a donate button there, which uh, opens up a PayPal link, and you can you can throw uh, throw them a few quid, um, and it's definitely worth it because um, that service is getting absolutely hammered at the moment because it's not just X-wing using it; it supports all sorts of games and all sorts of things. It's basically any tournament. There's Warhammer things, all sorts of weirdness going on online at the moment. Um, things that other gamers play that isn't to do with Star Wars. I don't quite understand it, but um, apparently some people get some joy out of it. I'm being um, good. You mentioned abuse, and I didn't mention Prince Andrew at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. On that note, <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, we're going to continue doing these weekly. Um, Probably won't have me on. Ah, yeah, we will, because you know, <laughs> we're, we're running out of people to come and talk, to be honest, Darren, so you know, it fills, fills a void. So um, we're going to normally be recording on Sundays or Mondays and then releasing as soon after that as um, the producers can edit out all of Darren's inappropriate comments. Um, so three minutes long. <laughs> so uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you again, Darren. Thank you very much for coming on again. No, as always, happy to come and uh, chat absolute rubbish about little plastic spaceships. Virtual little plastic spaceships. Virtual little plastic spaceships. <laughs> Don't take it seriously. It's it's it's. 3D rendered internet versions of plastic spaceships, guys. Yeah, um, even if they are quad star vipers <laughs> parked in a corner, like it's still just pixels, dudes. Still making cut. Yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely. On, did that make cut? It did, yeah. Yeah. Mitch Rab. <laughs> good, good guy. Um, all right. So, uh, so that's all we've got time for. So it's goodbye from Darren. That's all we've got time for. We've got all the time in the world. It is a free meet. We're not paying for airtime. Anyway, bye. Bye for now. <laughs> That's goodbye for me. Tura. <laughs> I've just opened a beer. <laughs> <laughs>